It's time for JT the Brick. What's up, JT? Woo! Hey, JT, how you doing, man? Always great to be with the Brick. But I'm a sports talk host. I talk about multiple topics. Wow, I can go in 10 different directions today. Use the phone like a weapon. Wake up this town. You, the Raider Nation, have an opinion. You got that? I think you all get that. JT the Brick. Talk to JT. I'm on a roll. The out-of-control fans, the passionate fans, do me a favor and surprise me today. We love Las Vegas. When I retire and walk away, you better throw a party. You won't hear from me again. I promise you, unless you catch me on the golf course, get the blank out of here. Put some respect on JT the Brick's name. I'm going to be Mr. Positive. Are you kidding me? Enjoy everything we do, and please always feel welcome to call in and to be a part of the show. Big Boy Radio. Did I miss anything? Are you with me on that? And now. No, no, no. Here's JT the Brick. And JT the Brick right now is on the field at Allegiant Stadium as he is hosting the Raiders Rookie Draft Luncheon. So he and Harry, Harry Ruiz couldn't make it today. we got tons of people on vacation, so you've got Doug Douglas here with Greg Salerno. And <laughs> got, everybody's on vacation, so you got so Doug got Douglas us. and Greg Salerno. But I'll tell you what, we got Bobby Machado, and <laughs> when it all comes down to it, he is the most important person, so I don't care what. That's true. We had a well, first hour flew by, so whatever that means, hopefully that means it flew by if you were listening during your lunch hour or wherever you may be listening. I still uh, want to know what they're eating at that luncheon, by the way. I'll find out. All right. I'll find out. If All we right. ever if we ever get the opportunity to uh, <laughs> to fill in again for JT, we will the first segment will break down the luncheon. All right. Fair. Break it down. Fair enough. The sad thing is, if it hadn't been for me uh, filling in, I would have been, been, yeah, yeah. been at that luncheon. I would have been at that I would have been calling you, hey, Greg, <laughs> there's some really good steak here. But anyway, this is, uh, you know, JT loves to get callers. If you feel like giving a call right now, 702-365-9200. As I said at the beginning of the show, I know a lot of you might not have been right at the 12 o'clock hour. I'm a Raiders fan. My cousin had Raiders season tickets for years and years and years. Section 103 up in Oakland, right behind the black hole. I believe it was row 24, seats 1, 2, 3, and 4. Why that's important is because when I started to think, you know, it's, OTAs are done, we've done all that kind of stuff, rather than break down a roster or something like that. As a Raiders fan, it was like a holiday for my cousin, his friend, and myself and I will say this, just I know some of Steph McKenzie, who does a lot of the voice work for the JT The Brick Show, she's been on some of these Raider trips with me. She is a Raider fan, too. And the black hole. That's right. And we would look at the schedule, and then we would decide what away game was going to be our away game for that year. And it was so much fun. Of course, you know. You know, they say who your opponent's going to be way before, but you know, it's not the date. You got to you sure. fit it into everybody's schedule when there's multiple people going. So all of a sudden, I thought, you know what? Now the travel factor in, travel factor in, price, everything, okay. everything has to factor in. So we would do that for multiple years in a row. We would go to the home games and then we would pick, you know, we weren't multimillionaires by any means. So sure. uh, still not, amazingly enough, still are, not a multimillionaire. Huh? <laughs> Somehow that has eluded me. But we would look at it and we'd say, okay, you know, we can do this one or this one fits in well, blah, 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 blah. So looking at this year's schedule, 365-9200, if you want to call in and give your opinion, here is the games that you could do. And I'll throw in the preseason ones. I don't see why you'd want that, but hey, there are other factors in there. So right now, away games. L.A. Rams, Dallas Cowboys, those are both preseason. Well, they've got a lot of road games in a row. I know preseason is one thing. But then they start two games on the road. 
September 10th, they open up at Denver. The next weekend, at Buffalo. Then they're home. Then they're on the road again at L.A. for the Chargers. Then they're, they've got some home games. Then they're on the road again October 30th at Detroit. November 19th at Miami. Christmas Day at Kansas City. And then they finish up. It's not they have a home game to finish up, but they finish up with their last road game of the year at Indianapolis. New Year's been, Eve. Yeah, I know. Talk about some wacky. Uh, yeah. Pretty early New Year's Eve. Hopefully they'll fly back in time for the fireworks, which you and I both hate to yes. uh, watch here. But that's, oh, did I mention at Chicago? I, I missed the at Chicago one. At Chicago, that's the week before. October 22nd, right? Correct. Yeah. So that is, this would be tough. Now, my cousin's still alive, but he's quite a lot older than me. So unfortunately, we don't uh, do the away trips anymore, which is, and the other friend, he did pass away. So unfortunately, that is a tradition. That Way is, to bring the show down, Doug. <laughs> Let's have five minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air for my dear friend. All joking aside, Tom, great guy, and uh, they were they were my part of my crew going there. Steph's still here. Maybe Steph and I'll go on a road there trip. There you go. We'll leave our husband and wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> you and Steph just take off. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Um, so I know I already looked at this, and okay. like I said, if you're a Raider fan, you want to call up what maybe game you're. Keen off on, 365-9200. Feel free to call. Give us your opinion. We won't bite. And like I said, you're talking to a Raider fan right here. I've got my game. Before you, and I know you might have some different things, Mm -hmm. different reasons why, but I've been lucky enough. I'll tell you what, my favorite city ever to go, and we liked it so much, we went twice. What do you think my favorite city, NFL city, to go watch the Raiders play at? Hmm. No, no, no. Denver uh, would be far from. I'm guessing Bobby here, guessed Denver, no. But Miami? Uh, no, I'll tell you about Miami. I, I, no. Not a Miami fan. It's not. They're not on this schedule. But New Orleans, New oh, Orleans. Oh, okay. What they play? Well, if they're there. not on the schedule, how was I supposed to? Get? No, I, this is the past. <laughs> this what? is not what I'm guessing. This he just year. read off a bunch of games. I read off a and bunch told of, me to guess. I and said, no. <laughs> I said, guess which of the ones in the past I went to. All right, that might have been confusing. <laughs> God's sakes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. New Orleans. Yes. I went there. We went there multiple times because, A, it's New Orleans. A, the fans were so nice. They were great. Yeah. The city's a fun place to go to. That's what I hear. I've never been, but I heard it was a really cool uh, city. People call Las Vegas Sin City. I say New Orleans is Sin City. Really? That place is Sin City and scary Sin City at times. Really? <laughs> I remember the first time I went there and I was... I go, yeah, we're going to go down here and party, blah, 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 blah. And I go, then we're coming back. It's going to be really late. He goes, don't be past midnight walking by. <laughs> and this was a cop. He goes, don't. And he's just like, don't, don't be stupid. So anyway, that kind of scared me. So New Orleans was great. Been to uh, Tennessee was great. Of course, a great city, Nashville. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been uh, there. There's been some other ones. See, I actually was good. wrecked a moving van into an NBC Suites in Nashville once. So. There you go. That's fun. There you go. So now, now we'll go back to guess which one of these ones currently okay. I would most want to go to, and then I'll tell you why. So you originally said, "Is Miami your guess?" Well, I, I guess Miami. Yeah. Here's the reason why Miami is not my guess. Okay. I have never been to a Raider games, and they played many times in Miami. Um, I was there for a Pro Bowl one right. year. Uh. I used to go for 10 years. I went and as not really on air, but I went as an engineer and I went during Super Bowl week. So 
twice I was in the uh, area when I was in Fort Lauderdale and, and Miami, and we went to a Pro Bowl. First of all, the most boring game I've ever been in my life. I loved when they went to the Pro Bowl skills competition. Sure, I, The Pro Bowl is terrible, I think. They need to work on some things on the skills, but I liked it a lot better. I like that better, too. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, at least there's something. There's some personality. There's not just, like, you know, barely, well, and you get to, barely touching the quarterback. And you can, you can guess, like, what guys you think are going to be great at certain things instead of just, you know, watching them play a game where they play flag football. Exactly. It's terrible. Yeah. But I don't like where the stadium is. It's kind of out in the middle of, you know, it's not like right. – so it's just – it's a big pain in the neck, or at least it was the times that I went there – and maybe it's just the Pro Bowl hangover. I know they've done some work on it. So that discounts Miami. So Miami's out of there. All right. So I'm not going to make you guess. <laughs> Even though I think you'd be stunned. Which what is it? It is Detroit. Okay. Uh, first of all, I think the Lions, I think that would be an exciting game. Yeah. Lions. I think Lions-Raiders, that's going to be a very good game. October 30th, Monday night. In yep. Detroit, I have been to that stadium, once again, not to see a Lions game, but uh, when the Super Bowl was held there, Detroit, and I think our last segment, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I like Detroit, uh, one of the reasons why you like Scottsdale, but I liked where the the stadium was. It wasn't out like in the old days, Detroit, they used to be out in the middle of nowhere in the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know, it's more a downtown area. I think they did a great job there. Nice stadium, and I think that would be a great game. So I'm keen off of – see if I can get Steph. Steph, if you are listening to this, text me right now and let me know if you're good for the Monday night Detroit game, which, of course, that's week eight. I believe that's when they can start to be flexed out. Anything – remember, Monday night games this year can start to be flexed out, and I think it's week seven or eight when they can start. So I probably – and this is why I hate those flex games. Yeah, well, that's, that sucks for the fans, Or am I too. only thinking – is it only Thursday games that can be flexed? I thought it was Thursday and now Monday. No, it's yeah, Monday. Monday. It's everything. Everything can be flexed, and I hate it. You want to hear something funny? I would like to hear something funny. Oh, funny and, like, you know – Unusual. Then I make that plan and then he flex it no, out. I was actually going to pick the Lions also. Are you game. serious? Yeah, I swear. Because well, so I, you and I'll go. Because I think the Lions are going to be an exciting team this year, even if they don't, you know, win win everything or whatever. I think they're going to be fun to watch. And I think the Raiders Lions is going to be a really good game. And I like that Monday night game. So I was looking at that game as well. I had a couple though. I was kind of cheating. I have I have, I have a few. Well, what was another one? Okay, well, here's my thing. Because then have, I'll shoot them down because I've been to a lot of football I've got, I've got a tier. So I've got the game I want to watch because of the game. That was the Lions-Raiders. Maybe we're going to go. Okay. Game I wanted to watch because of the city, which would be the Chargers because I just love L.A. And then game I, I would want to watch and the city would be the Miami just because I like partying in Miami and I, I like the Dolphins is a good team and I want to watch the exciting team to watch. So. That, that would probably be an exciting game too. I, you already have my feelings on uh, Miami and the where yes, the stadium no, I is. understand, but so I'm out there. Yeah, but you don't have to hang out at the stadium. You just go to the game and then you go out to Miami, Miami. Yeah, you got to take it. Bikinis, like it's very tan. far away. All right, you're, I'm yes, I'm, I'm saying we're, right, we're back in. <laughs> Forget you'll get bikinis and tan in Detroit. Yeah, right. Yeah, some uh, sports bar, <laughs> <laughs> something like There's that. There's one in town that did that. Out here. Well, here, here's that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> now here, here's here's my thing on away games. And 365-9200, call me up, tell me I'm wrong. Except for one team, I never made the away games in the division. When the Chargers were in San Diego, we, because it was close, I right. would go to those games. And I never enjoyed them as much, even though, let's be honest, now is it because the fans of the were Raiders. Familiarity? Or? Some of it is because of that, and some of it is because there's just such anger. 
And I know it sounds like it, I, 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 see I don't want to go there. You know, you go to New You're Orleans. You're hedging your bets. Yeah, they don't hate you. If we go to Detroit, they're not going to hate us. Right. Raider Nation A travels great. Well, plus, if you go fly out somewhere and you lose to a division rival, yeah, the rest of your trip's going to stink. I don't want Denver fans it's gloating. Like, that's like why I put $200 on the Patriots in the Super Bowl when they were playing the Eagles in case the Eagles lost. I, I hear you there. <laughs> so you're you're richer, but <laughs> yeah. there's some problems there. But that's why, you know, I, I don't want to go to Denver. Right. I don't I don't want to go to Kansas wow. City. Maybe that's stupid. Uh good barbecue. Tell you that. I've much. been to Kansas City. Yeah. And you know what? It wasn't during a Raider game and I had a great time. I went to a Royals game and oh, I didn't care who won and I was just having it's fun. It's funny, if you're on the high the the Royals Stadium looks nice if you're watching it on TV, but if you see it like at if you're on like the highway looking at the oh, back yeah. of it, it looks like a urinal at Shea Stadium or something. Well it's also out in the middle. You you gotta drive a while. It's yeah. it's kind of like off high I Miami. It's a little bit off. I think it's pretty close to the Harry Truman Presidential Museum. Oh, wow. If I, I recall. I won't, I won't be going there. Uh, I know we're going off topic here, but if you ever have a chance, whether you like the president or not, it doesn't matter. I've been to <laughs> Democratic ones, Republican ones. It does not matter. Those presidential libraries are great. To do what? To go and see. The history, they do a great job, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby's Bobby. sleeping over there. You guys, uh, do you read in there? Three six five ninety two hundred. Is it a real library though? I mean, they read books. No, it's like a museum. It's a museum. Oh. They call it a library. There's some things, but they are so good. I see. I've been to everyone I can. I've been to Nixon's. Yeah. I've been to Reagan's. I've been to Carter's. Yeah. Uh, Truman's. Uh, tr- anytime well, cool. I can go to one. Like yeah, the just, really, really old ones would be cool because you see in history and stuff like that. I don't like really care about going to the other ones. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. I, I, I well, what's it, in there? You haven't told us. Stuff. <laughs> Stuff about the tie. It's like their old car. Okay. I was in Arkansas. I was at the Clinton one. Yeah. And they had a the dress. Was they, the dress in there? Had, yes, it was. <laughs> they had a Dr. Seuss uh, exhibit there. So my kid liked that. Oh. I'm sure he didn't like going to some. Come on, we're going to go see Richard Milhouse's helicopter. <laughs> That's exactly Daddy, can we go to the Angels baseball game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after this, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to see Nixon's old Ford Lincoln. Like I don't care. What a dad. What a dad. <laughs> All right. So you found out I hate parades, yes. like presidential libraries. Yes. Are you still going to Detroit with me? To uh... I will go to Detroit. I actually know people out there, and I want to watch that game. And Monday Night Football actually sounds fun. So, yeah, I would go to Detroit. All right. So there's the away game. Now, we're not staying in Detroit, right? No. I'll tell you where we're staying. <laughs> we're staying in Livonia. Okay. Sounds good. That's where we're going to stay. Man, I've traveled way too much in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, I know. Man, maybe, not, maybe not. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting, though. I'm sure there are Raider fans out there that are planning it and things like that. The cool thing is I probably would go to a L.A. game because, let's be honest, it's a 50-50 crowd. And, you know, you do have to factor ah, you got in. L.A., you got the beach, you got L.A. I, I love L.A. So. I haven't been to that new stadium yet, and I know JT the Brick has said many times that, you know, it's a it's a great stadium. Love Allegiant Stadium. So, you know, I can yeah. only imagine SoFi's got to be there. First of all. It's right where Hollywood Park used to be in Inglewood, where <laughs> yeah, right across there. from the Fabulous Forum. And uh, if you ever see the Forum, of course, where the Lakers used to play, now they play in, we'll call it <laughs> Staples Center again, because the other crypto got to come, that, that went bankrupt. Oh, I know. It's gone already. So what are they calling the I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's out for, just call it Staples again. Let's, yeah, it's called Lakers, whatever. Well, I guess they can't, because the Clippers play there. But. Right, yeah, just for a little bit longer. Yeah. But. It's so weird to think of. I have a friend who's a Rams uh, fan. Yeah. And he's always trying to get me to go out. I should probably go out sometime. He goes, it's amazing. 
But I just think about it. I just think about what was there. I, I just remember going to Hollywood Park thinking, oh, my gosh, Hollywood Park. Dude. It was a racetrack. And I'm like, this is a dump. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that's funny you said that because I was just out there not too long ago. Uh, I went to Beverly Hills for uh, my birthday. And Did you I, get thrown out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They saw me and was like, what are you doing here? So I got I got like trying to get money out of the ATM, and my bank thought that I was like, I don't know, stealing my own money, I right, guess. So right. I, you got to let them know. So I had to travel. call them and get it back on. So I, go, I call and get back on, and I'm on the highway, and then I got off on another exit, and it was right by what you're talking about, where the stadium is. And, the other, and so I tried to use the ATM again, and it said no. So I got furious, and I called like the 1-800 number, and I'm talking to the lady, and she's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not because of that. It's because the neighborhood you're in was too dangerous. We didn't they don't think, want you to take yeah, out they cash? Didn't, they didn't want me to use the ATM in that neighborhood. The bank is trying to protect you. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Like, that's that's protection to the next level. There. I know. So watch yourself if you're going to that game, I, say, I guess. I would say. Well, I think on game days, I, I think it's pretty good. But the one thing I was going to say about the forum, they've totally redone the forum. And if you ever see a concert there, now it's just for music. Right. They did a great job. Yeah. The forum, it sounds great. So if you ever see anything at the fabulous forum. Just don't use the ATM. Just don't use the ATM, yeah. <laughs> Get your money beforehand and right. keep it in Keep and it in your Keep your money, money beforehand belt. and put it in your sock so nobody can see it. Uh, you know, sometimes cities get reputations for good reasons, and sometimes not. Well, I think any major city, though. Yeah, it is. You, know? you got you to gotta be aware of if your If you wander off in any major city, you're going to get to some areas that are like, okay, I shouldn't be here right now. Uh, if anybody knows where the city of Vernon is, uh, that's how old I am back, Rodney King rights and everything like that. I worked down in the city of Vernon, lived in San Bernardino, California, yeah. quite a drive. And this was a week after that, and I got turned around. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, I was driving on Western <laughs> Avenue, wherever, and I was like, I don't Dude. think this is the – I was looking around. I yeah. drive my car. I, I really don't think this – I got to find someplace. Even, even and in, I'm not stopping and asking for directions. Even in Vegas, you could be at Aliente and then, uh, you know, a few blocks. Take a turn. You, you don't want to park your car and come back out there. You'll be on cinder blocks. So There we go. Well, the fun. Away games, I'm taking Detroit. Amazingly enough, Greg is taking Detroit – Bobby, Bobby's just staying right here. He's not going anywhere. No, no. He says, he says no way. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> Tell you what, a lot going on with the NBA. We've got some breaking news that we broke a little bit. But you know what? By the time this uh, commercial break is over, there could be more breaking news. But before that, I want to let you know, since 1995, the Black Hole Fan Club has been the foundation of the nation with over 40 chapters worldwide. If you bleed silver and black and want to connect with other diehard fans, then visit theblackhole.com and become an official member of football's most notorious fans. You'll get a Black Hole members-only shirt, 20% off all merchandise, and much more. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to members-only event and tickets. Become an official member of the Black Hole today. Visit theblackhole.com. NBA Talk coming up next. With the fifth pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, the Sacramento Kings select DeMarcus Cousins from the University of Kentucky. Oh, it is that day, NBA Draft Day. JT the Brick at Legion Stadium right now, hosting the Raiders Rookie Draft Luncheon. We've got Doug Douglas here along with Greg Salerno. Greg, first of all, thank you very much for 
coming in today. That's fun. I want to know what they're eating over there still, though. I'm going yeah. to keep bringing it up until you find out. We're getting a full report later. Yeah. I will find out and report back to you soon. But let's talk a little bit about the NBA. Of course, we've had some moves already. CP3, here I bought his Washington Wizard uh, jersey, and it's already it's already, already out of luck. Maybe it's a collector's item now. He's been shipped off, shipped, shipped off, <laughs> sent off to the Warriors. That's all right. I said it okay. To the Warriors and Pools going back and condi- conditional picks? Yeah, that, that's the thing that's kind of surprising me because Pool is a promising player averaging 22 points a game at one point. Then he gets knocked out by Draymond, and all of a sudden he's like a shell of himself. I don't know if he's a – they call those change of scenery guys or something, you know. Maybe Pool just needed a, a new team because I don't know what went on in that locker room all season, but in the playoffs it didn't look good. Well, and what's weird is Green announced that he wasn't – well, he wasn't taking their original offer. Right, the original offer. That doesn't mean that he won't. Yeah, Bobby made a good point he during did. the break. That, 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 but another team might not offer him that money, though, so he might come back on a cheaper deal. We don't know. But um, there was also last night another trade, a big trade, a three-team trade, yeah. with Marcus Smart uh, going to the Grizzlies, and now Chris Stapps Porzingis is going to be on the Celtics, which is pretty crazy. That is crazy. Uh, and now, again, that involves the Wizards as well, so the Wizards are making lots of moves. Uh, getting rid of pretty much their entire team and collecting assets, looking like they're trying to do something, I guess. Um, so with Porzingis now on the Celtics, he actually had his best season in a while last year uh, since he since he was on the Knicks. Now with you know didn't work out with Dallas that great, but uh, so they're getting a, they're getting him now. Marcus Smart goes to the Grizzlies. We're going to be without John Morant for the first twenty five games. So I mean, lots of moves going on that are going to affect the draft. Like we said earlier. By the time we get to the draft, half these picks not might even be made. So, <laughs> well, not or at least not by the teams, right? By the teams that originally had them. So. so, what we're looking at, or what I am looking at, is the CBS mock draft. There's an ESPN one, which is a little bit different, but we're just going to kind of go. We got these uh, kind of little like bios of what we think might be the top ten order. Right. Of course, like you said, it could all change, but it's pretty clear who's going to be the overall number one to San Antonio. Victor Wembenyama, center, France, 7'5", 220 pounds. Oh, yeah. Wembenyama blocks the shot. What a long region. He's off to the races to the fast break. That's a slammer, bama, jamma. Victor Wembenyama. Called a generational talent, he has superb size, including an 8-foot wingspan. In addition to mobility and skill, it's assumed he'll fill out his frame as he ages. Wembenyama covers ground well as a shot blocker and can defend outside the paint, too. At age 19, he averaged 20. 21 points and 10 rebounds in France's Pro League and shot 83% from the free throw line. Popovich, uh, I believe, re-upped again for another three years. I wonder if this had anything to do with it. I know, right? You would think. Um, this guy, we were talking earlier about Ellie Dela Cruz with the Reds, about this phenom. This is another guy. This is the basketball version, man. This guy is absolutely, everything about him is crazy. Like his feet, uh, his hands are a foot long. Could you imagine that? That's like a size 13 shoe. Well, you you being a Yankees fan, of course, yeah. has been all over. He threw out the first pitch the other day. Yeah, I tried. And the baseball. It looked like a pea. It did. It looked yeah. like if I his hand wrapped around it so much, it was quite amazing. Now, I will say, and I never understand how pro athletes can be so bad at one thing. You think, hey, he's got to be able to throw something. 
Right. That was a, that was a pretty bad thing. Well, if they gave him like a volleyball, maybe he would have got it. Maybe though. that's I mean, it. Maybe he's throwing they, a marble. Imagine tra- exactly. Trying to, I was trying to throw a marble <laughs> 60 feet. I mean, that's not easy. But yeah, the guy's got gigantic hands, gigantic feet. They said he might fill into his, I mean, that might, but they'll probably fill into his frame. He's obviously very, very young. That's the thing. That's the thing. He has high hips, too, which, you know, getting bumped around down low. Who knows? He's a very skinny dude. But, I mean, he's got to fill out. But, I mean, you know, Durant's lived in the league for a long time, and he's uh, not quite, obviously, the, the same height, but he's a pretty lanky dude, and he survived. Everybody said he was he was going to be broken in half. So I was one of those people. Remember, of course, we're lucky. We've got the NBA Summer League out here right. coming up. And, by the way, NBA Summer League is a great – that oh, is great. a fun it's time awesome. to go to. Yeah, so much so fun. So if you haven't been. Yeah. But I remember when – Kevin Durant and Greg Oden went 1-2. Yeah. I'm terrible at years, so I apologize. I, I can't remember what year it was. But I remember we went to a press conference. It was I, the Sonics at the time, Seattle Supersonics right, right. and, the, and the, the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. And I looked at that, and I thought, Oden is going to be a force. Right. And this Durant guy is going to last two weeks. Right. Now, this shows how much I know about basketball. <laughs> I was quite wrong because Oden, nah, I mean, you know, let's ah, face yeah, it, got, due to injuries – but Durant's still playing. When I lo- look at Wimbanyama, I, I it scares me with somebody that slight. But then again, it does depend how you play him. Right. And, you know, he's got the skills to play outside. Not, no, absolutely. Not throw from the pitcher's mound, but to play outside. No, well, he's also – he played in a league in France where they basically made the league for him. Like, it wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for, for Wemby. And the, the things he does on the court for his size – I mean, I saw a play where he not only defended – he was he shot a three, didn't – I think he took one step, the three was off, then dunks it because he missed – you know, he missed it and got his own putback, I think, like a, like a step and a half – now the crazier thing to me though is him on defense. He averages five. He's going to average five bucks a game, and right, with that wingspan, with that wingspan, eight. and and yeah, exactly, eight foot wingspan, foot long hands. So even if he doesn't get quite there, he's going to get a fingertip on anything. And there's going to be plays where he is at the hoop, and then is going to go out and try to guard a three. I mean, on the same exact play, which is something you see Anthony Davis guys like that try to do now. But I mean, this guy, if he can stay healthy, which is always the key. Is is going to be something to watch. Should be something to watch with the number two pick, the Charlotte Hornets. Now, here's where some mock drafts already start to disagree, but we're using the CBS one, and here's who they have going to the Hornets. Scoot Henderson, point guard, G League Ignite, 6'3", 195 pounds. Oh, yeah. Scoot Henderson, first jump shot, got it. And that's where Scoot has put in the work over the summer. He has a strong frame and very good quickness. Explosive when driving the lane. Known as one of the top point guard prospects in years, the 19-year-old Henderson averaged 17 points and 7 assists in the G League in 19 games. From three-point range, however, he shot 14 for 51. Just 28%. Of course, Scoot played in Henderson. How's yeah. that? How's that hey. for great? And Ben Wilson, who was on the morning tailgate earlier today, calls the games for the G League Ignite. We play him over on 1230 the game. Um, and that's really what the G League is all about. You know, it's about, you know, an alternative, you know, not going to Europe, but uh, different ways to do everything. And this is where, and we'll get into why some people have Miller out of Alabama falling to number three, but this is where 
Yeah, that three point uh, percentage. Yeah, granted, especially this day and age. Yeah, I mean, if if you can't shoot the three, um, that really knocks you down. But you know, he does. They they say he's probably the as even. Oh, okay. Wemby obviously in his own category, but as anybody else, um, they say he's probably the most NBA ready player in the draft. Now, again, got to shoot the three though. Got to get that go, get that up. But that's something you can correct. Like you can't correct being five two. You can't correct being slow, whatever, but you can correct not shooting the three as well. I mean, that's something he can work on and hopefully get that number up because he does everything else really, really well. The one thing that concerns me is, and this is probably dumb because there are plenty of Duke players that have done absolutely nothing and plenty of blue blood programs. The G League at night did not have a great year last year. Right. They did not qualify for the playoffs, which yeah, is kind right. of tough. You know, so you get that non-winning culture you get there there's some things that just concern me you didn't see him play against you know top level teams in the NCAA so you know what kind of competition etc cetera, etc cetera. and i know you know there's a lot of factors going in that there's scouts that are a lot smarter than me but that concerns me about being the number 2 pick in the draft I agree. I do think, though, that's something that would help him. And, and just as, I mean, obviously I wasn't in the room, but what everybody's saying is that he's also a great, you know, in football they say he's a great interview when they have the guys come in for the draft, something like that. You can just yeah, tell, tell about a guy. And uh, they think he'd be like, a, you know, a really good, he's a, he's, a, he's a good leader type of guy, guy to have in your locker room. And that as far as knowledge of the game, that he's, you know, that, 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 that he's up there with the NBA and all that other stuff. And plus, in this day and age, you would think they could factor that in when watching, because like obviously a scout in football, you got to watch him in college against inferior competition, and you got to figure out which guy is better than the other guy who scored nine touchdowns that game. Right, you know? that is true. So I think there there are ways of doing that, and uh, again, from everything everybody's saying, this guy besides Wemby is uh, probably the most prepared player in the NBA draft. That is the voice of Greg Salerno. You can hear him on his brand new show. The Arena next Wednesday, 2 o'clock on ESPN Las Vegas. And I bring that up because you're hot-tempered. I'm very mild. You're very (laughs) hot-tempered. And when we started talking before the show today, I said, Rip City. And yeah, you got very angry because uh, you said they they haven't won enough. Well, and, uh, I mean, you got to win a championship Portland. or two, right? To like, be able to call yourself Rip 77. City. Oh, look at this guy! Now, I was even, I was I was born I was even born I think I was born that year. Wow, now I really feel old. In fact, now I was born that year. But right now, Portland sitting right now, everything's subject to change. Sitting with the number three pick, and it looks like they might go this direction. Brandon Miller, small forward. Alabama, six foot eight, two hundred pounds. Oh yeah! One last crack at it. Brandon Miller. College football's freshman of the year averaged 19 points and eight rebounds per game for the Crimson Tide. From three-point range, he shot 38% and 86% from the stripe. He can shoot off the dribble and get great elevation. He's also a good defensive contributor. With nice height, now he needs more bulk. And Miller needs to put last season's gun incident behind him. (laughs) Wow. Well, there you go. Now, like I said, there are some mock drafts that have Miller going second. Yeah. But uh, we've seen what's happened with John Morant. He's yes. suspended, what, 25 games, mm-hmm. I think, or something? For, uh, I guess, allegedly uh, flashing. Instagram, yeah. yeah I mean, brandishing a weapon. Yeah, or which, I mean, 
I don't know. Twice. Second. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Second Amendment. You can do it twice. You know what's crazy about John Morant real quick to go off, not to go off the rails, but remember that story about the um, the laser pointer and the pacers? Yes, yes. And, and that, right. N- now, if you think back, maybe that wasn't a laser pointer. Right. I mean, come on. That's crazy. But there's, a, there's a lot going on there. But right now they've got Miller, you know, going to Portland with pick number three. Like I said, man, if he didn't have that incident – I think he'd be clear number two, and he still might go number two. In fact, yeah. I think in betting circles, he's still the favorite. Uh, a lot of people at ESPN saying they'll go number two. But that's that's uh, definitely a high ceiling guy, but I mean. Yeah, but there, there's also <laughs> given. Might be some holes in that on. ceiling. I don't know. Uh, if, you <laughs> yes, don't know what, yes. if you don't know what happened, apparently, now I don't, we don't know all the details, but allegedly he was involved not in a fatal shooting himself, but delivering a gun to someone who then went on to yeah. fatally shoot somebody. That's uh, which is that's a big deal. Some people call that an accomplice. Exactly. Now I, I don't know the details uh, though. No. If he knew, if you know, whatever he knew, what they were going to go do, I don't know. I have no idea. But that's what they're talking about. And I'll be honest, if I'm a franchise, I mean, unless I really, really, really find out some information that makes me think otherwise, I'm not touching them. I mean, that's tough. I, I agree. That is. Uh, you know, let them go to Texas. They, yeah, yeah there you go. There. But I mean, seriously, you, you know, all that money on the line, and then that's your, that's, you know, you're a top three pick, top two pick, and your franchise could be set back by picking the wrong guy. And if this guy gets, you know, if, if he's involved, not even just in this, but gets involved in something else, I don't know. I, I, I just, why risk it to me is why I, 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 I'm 100% on your side. That's why you look at what you said about Scoot Henderson. And it seems like he's impressed during the interview process. To me, when you make, especially the NBA, you can't right. whiff. Some of these teams, you cannot whiff no. on the NBA. As we talked about earlier, MLB and NHL, sometimes yeah, you can sure. whiff. because Nobody knows, knows about it for a long play. time. Right, yeah. I think I might be working there anymore by the time we exactly. find out. Yeah. Who knows what's going on. But, you know, that is tough. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because how comfortable do the Hornets feel? With right. the interview process that they had with Miller, and you know, are they going maybe for? Because I agree, I think Miller has a lot of upside. Sure, but also there's a lot of question marks. Well, and this is what's very interesting about this to me because if he does not go number two, let's say Scoot Henderson goes number two, now you got Portland sitting there. If Portland uses that draft pick on anybody, I mean, m- m- you know, Miller, whoever. Is that the end of Dame in, in Portland? Dame said he wants to stay in Rip City. Can I call it Rip City? Yeah, you go ahead. The Rose City. It Rip City. Yeah, it's 1977, whatever. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying if, if that could be the end of Dame in Portland because if they're not going to trade that piece to get pieces around him. He's already said he does not want to be in building. He wants exactly. the pieces there. So if they use that draft pick, that could be a huge change in Portland. Well, that's why we've got, you know, draft starts in, uh, boy, just about four hours. It's going to be interesting. But you know what else will be interesting? Pick number four, that goes to the Houston Rockets, and here's who CBS thinks they might pick. Amen Thompson, point guard, overtime elite, six foot seven, two hundred pounds. Oh yeah! Cross court, a star. Oh, oh it's just like that! It's a time ball game. Amen Thompson is one of two identical twin brothers projected to be taken in the top ten of the first round. Amen has been considered to be the better prospect of the two brothers because of his playmaking ability and how he projects as a primary ball handler in the NBA. There are concerns about his jump shot, which is considered by some to be broken with a noticeable hitch. 
His level of competition at the high school level has also been called into question, but he's a solid defender with a big wingspan. How cool is it to have a twin brother and you both both might be taken? <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, that's a story right there. That's really cool. But how cool is it if you're drafted before your twin brother? That too. <laughs> and I see the sibling rivalry. Dude, I might draft just for his name alone. Amen. That's you a got, cool name, man. You got to have that guy in the your team. The marketing. Yeah, right. The t-shirts. Oh, man. If, that's, that's great. If I'm it. any business in the yeah. Houston area, the minute – if they do take Amen Thompson, yes, I I'm all over that. I mean, you <laughs> got to do that. <laughs> now I'm going to go against what I just said a few minutes ago, which I do a lot. That's uh, you'll find that out. <laughs> That's why you're great at arguing. Yes, no, you but, argue against yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I no, because this guy uh, maybe not as an, uh, NBA ready, maybe not as uh, polished as you heard there. Maybe a broken he's got a shot. Hitch in his giddy yeah, up. he got a hitch in his giddy up there. But I love guys that are athletic. I love the guys that can jump out of the gym. Athletes, guys that are freaks like. Like, Wemby has it all. You know, he's a freak and he's polished. But um, I feel athleticism-wise, his ceiling's so high that uh, I really like this kid. Bless the name again. No, no, I'm all – you know what? If I've got the number one pick, I'm taking him for no other reason. I'm getting fired, (laughs) but, boy, we got a great name. Now, amazingly enough, with pick number five right now, the Detroit Pistons, who have to be mad as heck that they're at number five, but this is who CBS Sports says they'll be taken. Taylor Hendricks, power forward, UCF, 6'9", 210 pounds. Oh, yeah. Stolen by Walker. Hendricks in pursuit says, get that out of here. 6'9", forward, Taylor Hendricks has come a long way since being just one of two top 70 recruits to choose a non-Power 5 school, averaging 15 points, including just under 40% from three-point range. He projects as an excellent defender due to his length and versatility, but needs to improve his ability to create his own shot at the next level. Isn't it amazing how things have changed? We are now at, you know, this is speculative, but we're five picks in, and Alabama is not a traditional blue blood basketball. I mean, what, you know, there's, we haven't heard North Carolina. He was a defensive lineman, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, we haven't heard. It's just (laughs) a different sport. But we're five picks in. And I mean, UCF, they've had some good programs, but I mean, come on. It's amazing how things have changed in college basketball. Well, I think that, again, goes to the scouting. I mean, like we said earlier with the G League, how you have to be able to look at the competition and and see, you know, gear that towards what would it look like in the NBA. Same thing here. I mean, nowadays, the scouting's so good and so deep. I mean, they got got kids, they've, they've been following these kids since they're 11 years old, you know? And so it doesn't really matter these days. What college you come from? It does a little bit, but uh, you can still but, fu- you but can find way less than it used yeah, to. Yeah, way less than it used to because of how good they are at scouting. Tell you what, because I got to make sure we have time to get to pick number seven, but we're only to pick number six. Boy, play in the Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh, the Orlando Magic. They're projected to take this guy. Cam Whitmore, small forward, Villanova. Six foot seven, two hundred thirty pounds. Oh yeah! Moore does the number defensively. Whitmore, that's his spot. Despite playing only twenty six games of college due to an injury, he boasts an NBA ready frame and posted the third best vertical leap at forty point five inches at the NBA Draft Combine. He shot fifty seven percent on two pointers at Villanova 
and a respectable 34% on three-pointers. He will need to learn how to use his strength to get easier baskets and get to the line more effectively. He can defend multiple positions and score in a variety of ways. You know, there we go. Villanova, there's finally, you know, right. I mean, a power conference, things like that in the past. It's it's kind of interesting. The Orlando Magic, boy, they need to do something. Oh, Is absolutely. that a team that is just a... Well, since since Dwight Howard, I mean, <laughs> don't they play in the Amway Center still? Didn't they play in the Amway Center? Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, man. If it's been a long time since yeah. they were uh, relevant, they but. need Cam Whitmore to go. Now we have to get to this one because pick number seven right now, the Pacers, and guess what? The twin brother oh, appears. Officer Thompson, shooting guard, overtime elite, six foot seven, two hundred pounds. Oh yeah, cross court. Asar! Oh! Oh, it's just like that! It's a tie ball game! Osser Thompson is one of two identical twin brothers projected to be taken in the top ten of the first round. Osser is an off-the-ball athletic guard who can be impactful on the wing alongside other playmakers. He's quick off the floor and an above-the-rim player who's a creative finisher. He's also a solid defender with a big wingspan. He needs to improve the consistency on his jump shot. He could also use some work on his ball handling skills, although it's not something he was asked to do much of in high school. Once again, how cool is that if twin brothers are drafted in the top 10? Yeah. Which no, looks absolutely. like it's going to happen. That's really neat. I like this kid a lot. I think, uh, again, you see he's on here, 29% from the three. You talked about that earlier, Doug. Very important in today's NBA. But, again, I mean, you can work on that all offseason. It's not something that you're stuck with forever if you can't shoot a three. I mean, just get the guy, get that number up, and uh, he's everything else, man. This guy's he's badass. I know we're going a little bit long in this segment. We'll make the last segment a little bit short. But I'll tell you what, let's get to, because this Right now, I think, right? I mean, it could have changed 14 times. I think the Wizards still have pick number eight, right? Yep, Pacers and then Wizards. The Wizards are making moves all over the place. Who knows by 5 o'clock tonight if they'll still be at number eight. Right now, they are currently number eight, and this is who they're projected to get. Anthony Black, shooting guard, Arkansas. Six foot seven, 185 pounds. Oh, yeah. Black taking matters into his own hands. And that plan has gone pretty well here this afternoon. Black transformed his draft stock after an impressive year in Fayetteville, where he became the first Razorback to reach at least 450 points, 180 rebounds, and 140 assists in a season. Black's biggest strengths are his on-ball defense and playmaking abilities on offense, both as a passer and as a finisher at the rim. However, he will need to improve his jumper after hitting just 30% of his three-pointers in college. What are the odds that the... Wizards are still picking eight with Anthony Black. I know. I have no idea. As we sit this, here man. at just a little short of two o'clock. It could be another team. It could be any any of 30 other teams at this point that could be picking there, too. Who knows? Um, yeah. I mean, again, this guy's good. Basketball IQ that they have listed here. His size, athleticism, again, three-point shot, something he has to work on. It's a common theme coming out of college. Um, but he could play multiple different positions. He could play multiple positions. And uh, in the, today's NBA, that's important. you got to be able to uh, – if you're a point guard, be able to play off the ball as well. So. We'll see if we have enough time. We might get to 9 and 10 after the break, but we are going to go to break here. And uh, But before we go to break, I want to talk to you about introducing the brand-new Golden Monkey Tiki Lounge at Resorts World. It's the ultimate tropical getaway. Enjoy their delicious island-inspired cocktails and soak up the lively atmosphere. Local special. How about this? Buy one, get one free every night from 8 p.m. to midnight. 
Check out the new Golden Monkey Tiki Lounge and experience the ultimate tropical getaway located near the Hilton Lobby. Also, be sure to download the Resorts World Las Vegas Sports Betting app to place your bets anywhere in Nevada. Sounds delicious. Obviously, we got Jimmy G. He's coming back. He's going to be healthy. But you never know what's going to happen. Tom Brady's a competitor, the greatest of all time. So at the absolute worst, you know, if everything doesn't go the way it's supposed to and we need him, I would not be surprised if Tom Brady shows up in a Raider jersey. Out of the owner's box, onto the field? Well, I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. That was Max Crosby. Imagine saying that, though, in the same locker room with everybody else. I mean, the guy, Jimmy's on your team, dude. Like, come on. Well, he said if things don't work out. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy has to get those This poor guy can't get through the offseason without everybody talking. Devontae Adams pretty much said he didn't want him on the team either. I'll tell you what is. As I stated at the top of the show, it's Doug Douglas and Greg Salerno filling in for JT. JT will be back tomorrow. Don't you fear. He's just hosting. He's at Allegiant Stadium, probably wrapping up, probably eating dessert right now yes. over there with the Raiders. These two dum-dums will be gone. On tomorrow, we promise. Yes, we will not be here. But that's right. Bobby, oh, Bobby one, one dumb dumb will still dumb, be here. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. Bobby takes that as a badge of honor. But I will say, you know, thank you for coming in. We talked about some NBA, talked that's about some fun. baseball, talked about the Raiders away game. We, You and I are both uh, locked in now. We're going to go to Detroit, Monday Night Football. Yeah. Unless they flex that out. That's why I don't like that. But just a few more minutes. We've only got two minutes left in the show. You recently went to Arizona. And uh, yeah, I, I saw one of your Instagram posts, and I thought it was very interesting because one thing I used to love about Vegas was, and you can still find it, and we've given you some today, but value, value. But you were just your Instagram well, post was, what did you have to drink? And you were just amazed okay. at how cheap it was. Yeah, th- this is what got me because when I, I moved to Vegas in two thousand three ish, I think, and it was free drinks. You know, growing up it was always free drinks in Vegas. Then it went to like you know cheap drinks. Then, then it went to, like, now it's strip club prices, basically drinks, you know, most places. So I go down to Phoenix, and I'm thinking, wow, I guess drinks went up everywhere. I got a margarita and a shot of whiskey, seven bucks for both together. Yeah. C- could you imagine that? That's like a – you have to put your hand out. They put a sip of beer in your hand in Vegas for that at this point. That's why when you ask earlier which away game, one of the things are when I used to go for covering Super Bowl, Super Bowl week, one year it was in Detroit – and as opposed to Miami, which you were hooting and hollering about, we stayed in Livonia. We mm-hmm. went to a, a a bar called Kickers. Oh my gosh! We ordered a round of drinks. It was like it was like nothing. It was great. <laughs> now the smoke would kill you because everybody smokes there. Yeah. but uh, it was fun. Well, so I hear too. Value. I mean, yeah, well, I th- I'm telling you, man. If you if Vegas wants to get their Vegas back you know get some get some free drinks man we're paying for parking we're paying for drinks it's anarchy okay i'm sorry (laughs) you're getting caught i'm getting caught up all right doug douglas greg salerno jt the brick thank you much sir and we'll hear from you again tomorrow and thank you bobby